The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We live in a fast-paced, hectic world where it is easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing your sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories for many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining hosts and their guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here are your hosts, Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin. Welcome to Master Your Life. I'm Dr. Howard Rankin along with my host, Leah Mattinson. Today we're going to talk about something very interesting, which actually I have been exploring myself. It's to do with lots of things, health, diet, weight loss, and I have been looking at ketogenic diets. And some of you may be familiar with this, um, but there's a lot to it, and probably what you do know might be misinformed. And it's great. Hey, Leah, how are you? I'm great, Howard. Thanks so much. I, uh, yeah, and I do think it's like not just misinformation, but lots of people don't even really know all of the positive aspects of uh, looking at getting ketones into their system. So I'm really excited to talk about uh, today's uh, subject and just to educate people about how they can switch up their nutrition plan a little bit so that not only do they experience increased energy and mental clarity and maybe the side effect uh, of some weight loss, but also looking at ketogenics as a neuroprotective factor, which I have particular interest in, of course, because of having the uh, the threat of Huntington's disease looming, looming supposedly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and yeah. it's great that you are somebody who's actually utilized this diet, continues to do so, and really, um, you turned me on to it, um, so you we're fortunate in that you're actually perhaps one of the few people who has used it successfully and, and really understands it, um, not from the position of, oh, here's another fad diet. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, and I went through a big weight loss uh, probably about now 16 years ago, lost over 100 pounds, and I've kept it off um, since that time. But I did not use a ketogenic uh, nutrition plan at that point for weight loss. What turned me on to... Uh, ketogenics was actually when I got my genetic status for Huntington's uh, when I was 40. So that is now, can you believe it, nine years ago. <laughs> and I uh, went, all right, what am I going to do to protect my brain? And right. just the research uh, bears out that ketogenic, a ketogenic nutrition plan is actually one of the first things, uh, first lines of um, defense or, or offense against you know, when they're treating kids who have seizures, epileptic seizures. And so this kind of, when you put the body in a state of fasting, just for a very short period of time, not to freak people out, they think fasting, oh my God, is it like the Ramadan? It's going to be a month. <laughs> <clears throat> and it's like, no, it's 
it's like 48 hours, uh, that these children, that their seizures uh, completely went away. Uh, and so that intrigued me. And, and so I just delved in more into, well, what are the other neuroprotective factors of this uh, nutrition plan? And even though it's a really strict nutrition plan to me, it made complete sense at that time because I thought I want to make sure I am reserving all of the brain cells that I possibly can and just having a really well-functioning brain. Correct. So for me, that's kind of what turned me on to it, yes. Yeah, and how about for you, Howard? What, what was it that kind of piqued your well, interest? Well, um, just talking to you about your experience with it, and I'd always seen it, seen it as a sort of a, I think perhaps what most people have seen it as, sort of an extreme diet that, you know, had some risks associated with it. And, and um, um, so I, you prompted me to do some research, and I found some really good information on it. I found new research on it, and it sort of changed my view uh, about its value. I mean, one of the things that impressed me right off the bat is this notion that, you know, thousands thousands and thousands of years ago, um, human beings did not have an easy supply of food. So a lot of time they were in a fasting state. And in a fasting state, it is ketogenesis that keeps you alive and gives you energy. And um, there's, there's something basic and natural about that. And of course, thousands and thousands of years ago, there wasn't a lot of complex carbohydrates available. There may have been some fruits, some vegetables, um, but there really wasn't the complex carbs, <coughs> excuse me, that are available now. We have got so used in, in this time and this culture to depending on carbohydrates and sugar and glucose for our energy, for our brain and body, that we don't think of anything else. But clearly, this was prior and primary. Yeah, and I totally agree. And I think that there wasn't even really like a big abundance of fruit uh, in lots of places. So it was really lots of veg and vegetables and um, lots of meat. So, you know, go out and kill a fill in the blank here and <laughs> enjoy that. But and, and our cellular structure is that our cells are made up mostly of, you know, water and fat. So the energy exchange that happens when you're on a ketogenic diet is you're burning dietary fat and stored fat for energy. And so people go, what does that mean? You know, why, you know, don't get so complicated. But basically, in our nutrition plans that we that we uh, follow now, most of what we use for energy is sugars. Like, however, they're broken down. But the, our cells aren't made of sugar, so it's a very complex process for them to actually be able to break down and use sugar as fuel. And so, our and in particular, our brain. Our brain is very, very efficient when it uh, is in a ketogenic or has ketones in the bloodstream. Uh, uh, our brain becomes very efficient at using this fat as a source of fuel. So it can increase our like actual mental function and neuroprotection by like huge amounts. And I think I've heard studies now that say up to 70% difference uh, in energy metabolism when you're on a, a ketogenic nutrition plan versus a kind of regular standard Western diet. Yeah, and, and what... Um what has occurred to me as I've learned about this is if you think of these two sources of energy, glucose on one hand and fat on the other, um, and of course we've all been trained that fat is awful and terrible and what have you, um, what, it, 
what occurs to me is that if you depend on one source or the other, you're probably okay. But if you start mixing the sources, and this is what people do, you know, you use glucose and then you store all your fat, then you've got a problem. But if you're using a uh, fat-based diet, but you're really not having much glucose, then you're using most of that fat for um, energy, and that becomes a whole different picture altogether. Yes, completely. And you're and you're uh, satiated, like you're satisfied when you eat fats much more quickly than when you eat carbohydrates, um, because it also, again, it just like triggers in the brain that you're full when you eat fat, like fatty foods. Uh, and so people go, oh, that, that that is just, it is mind blowing because exactly how we've been raised for the last 20 years is that, you know, butter is bad and fat's bad and, 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 you know, don't eat this, take the fat out of everything, try to make the food behave. Uh, and then, but what we see is not actually, um, you know, if you, reflected in taking out all the fats and actually natural recurring sugar what we don't see the result reflected in the population of of north america that's for sure which the result was supposed to be that we had a bunch of people that were in relatively good shape and you know had their weight under control but we what we actually see is the opposite is that by making trying to make food behave by taking out um, you know, fat from the diet and by uh, taking out naturally occurring sugar that our bodies don't actually know how to metabolize that properly. So we end up with not like complex problems as a result of doing that, where when you're getting on this ketogenic meal plan um, or ketogenic nutrition, as I call it, and I don't consider it a diet. I think it's like it's mm. the nutrition. It's how you feed yourself. So your ketogenic nutrition is really satisfying and it's really tasty good food uh, so it doesn't taste bland and it's not boring and uh, uh, where when we again try to make food behave it often just tastes like cardboard and and yucky and so it's not even palatable or enjoyable so there's it's like a, when you get yourself educated about this other way of eating uh, it's it's quite enjoyable and it's simple um, so, mm-hmm. so that's appealing too to people who I think go, oh, it's difficult to manage following a nutrition plan because I can't figure out what to take with me when I work on the road and all this other stuff. And on a ketogenic nutrition plan, you can take boiled eggs, you can take a can of oysters, like super simple mm-hmm. food. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and a ketogenic diet is um, pretty much a low-carb diet um, with a concentration on fats, Um what is it? Seventy percent fat, twenty percent protein, ten percent carbs is is what I've heard. Is that about right? Yeah, I think when you're on the when you're actually following a like a really really strict and disciplined one, it's more like three percent. Oh, is that right? Three percent, seven percent. Yeah. Yes, and then and then the remainder is fats. And so, arguably, there's different. Uh, there's different research out there right now to say, you know, which which is the right to follow, which can also get very confusing. But there's an easy way to tell if the nutrition plan that you're on is working. And the way that you do that is within kind of the 48 hours that you're, you go to the pharmacy and you buy keto sticks and you stash your pharmacist for them. And they're basically like a pH strip and you can, you know, do the P test and you can see if you have ketones in your body and then you adjust your nutrition plan um, to increase uh, fats and decrease the carbohydrates until you hit the day when you actually have these ketones in your bloodstream. So the nice thing is you can actually measure them. And so you're, you're not guessing. 
It's not like, oh, I kind of feel like I might be in ketosis. No, you can actually test for it. <laughs> yeah, and, and that is actually a big plus. You can actually look at the state of your body and see whether you are indeed <clears throat> producing the ketones. Um, what are some of the signs? I've, I've seen this, um, but let me ask you. What are some of those signs if people were trying this and they got into early ketosis? Are there other signs apart from you know doing the strips and, and actually measuring that? Are there things that you would feel uh, differently or you know different functions? Well, one, one, one of the things I noticed, like for, notice for sure, is that like there's sometimes a metal taste in my mouth so I need to increase yep. my um, volume of water and sometimes you'll feel like a, a bit on the dehydrated side so you maybe need to increase some mineralized salt um, because that's just part of the, the ketogenic kind of the state that you're in your body needs those minerals and and so that's not regular table salt that would be like Himalayan salt or those kinds of things and then the other thing is you'll you would notice that your system starts to cleanse itself you know, so increased, um, you know, bowel movements and your body starts to cleanse like basically anything that it doesn't require. You know, losing, losing weight happens really quickly. You don't have to be overweight to use ketogenics though. Like that, that doesn't need to be the primary outlet, although that is actually how it's peddled in North America is uh, if you go on a ketogenic diet, then you're going to drop, you know, f- pounds fast. Um, so if you're using a ketogenic nutrition plan and you're restricting calories, you can lose a tremendous amount of weight very quickly. You know, so when you're walking through the supermarket aisle <laughs> and you're reading on these newspaper, new, you know, magazines, you can lose 24 pounds in a month. That's mm-hmm. usually a, a calorie restricted ketogenic uh, right. nutrition plan. Uh, but again, it's like I would encourage people to think about being on this kind of a nutrition plan for the benefit of uh, neuroprotective uh, qualities. And also it, there's other um, uh, – th- and when you think neuroprotection, there's lots of things that fall under that umbrella, which I'm sure you're familiar with, Howard. Uh, maybe you could explain some of those other factors. What would be neuroprotective or what would be affected? Well, I, I, again, I'm no expert in this, um, but it does does seem as if these ketones do provide an excellent energy source for the brain, and and as a result, the brain tends to function, you know, much more effectively. Uh, you know, when we're using glucose and sugar, um, one of the problems we have there is if you have too much of it, you know, your blood glucose level is going up and down, and that absolutely affects mood, attention, cognition. Uh, and so that's one of the disadvantages of depending too heavily on glucose. And you don't seem to get that at all when you are um, using ketones uh, as your energy source rather than sugar. So, so, you know, the evidence does seem to be, um, this is what surprised me, actually. The evidence does seem to be that in terms of a source of brain energy, and, and even though the brain is only 2% of your body, it uses 25 to 30% of your energy, um, as a brain source of energy, it seems to be excellent. And, yes. Uh, and, you know, that's where those neuroprotective factors come in. Yeah, and it's really exciting for people, I think, who, uh, you know, study a lot 
lot or working with their minds a lot. I think that the world has evolved to being uh, less people are doing physical labor, more people are spending more time actually uh, doing things with their brains. So the exciting part of this is that it uh, can help in increasing that mental clarity, mood stabilization. It also has been shown to have some really positive effect on uh, uh, like things like post-traumatic stress disorder, ADD, and those scientifically bear themselves out to to be, uh, I think if any parent who has those uh, issues in their life with their kids uh, would be very interested in checking this out. On the other side, though, you alluded to something we'll talk about when we come back from the break, which is I think there's lots of misnomers out there about what are the risks actually associated with being on a ketogenic nutrition plan and how do we, uh, you know, what what are they and are they actually verified and backed up by any sort of scientific research or evidence? So when we come back after the break, we'll talk more about what are the risks and benefits associated with being on a ketogenic nutrition plan. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest... 
please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah. That's L-E-A-H-A at changeyourlife.expert. Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life. I'm Dr. Howard Rankin, along with my host, Leah Mattinson. Today, we are talking about the ketogenic diet and some of the benefits to that. And before the break, we were talking about how there is some misinformation uh, about it and how a ketogenic diet that basically is a uh, high-fat, very, very modest protein, hardly any carbohydrate-type diet um, – and there's been some misunderstanding about it. Um, we certainly have reviewed the evidence and believe that actually it can be a very, very effective diet, especially if you have some neurological issues because ketones do seem to be a great source of energy for the brain. But one of the issues that's come up has been really related to diabetes. And one of the concerns sometimes is that diabetics, uh, if they get on a ketogenic diet, can run into some difficulties with blood glucose and so forth. And Leah, can you perhaps explain that a little bit better than I just did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can I can delve in a little bit. I think that there's uh, there's lots of confusion, just like there is in, with other nutrition plans uh, about what people uh, can and can't eat and what doesn't doesn't work for their body. One and one of the things with uh, the dangers, I guess, with type one diabetes, of course, is that you can die if you're fooling around with stuff. So it's not something that we want to uh, take lightheartedly. And uh, my my very close girlfriend's daughter has type one diabetes, and, and it's a it's a genetic um, state. And so and and so when you go have a type one uh, diabetes, it's not caused by a nutritional trigger. And so um, this little girl could not control, can't control her diabetes by what she consumes. Uh, whereas people with type 2 diabetes can cure themselves of type 2 diabetes, mm. oftentimes nutritionally. So what I would say to that um, for people who have type 1 diabetes is do your research, just like we have any sort of illness. It's your, like, do, do your due diligence, find out more about your disease, find out about how uh, ketogenics might benefit you. Um, and one of the, uh, we're going to talk about some products later on uh, that can help you to achieve a ketogenic state without actually um, going through the difficulty of a ketogenic meal plan. And and so those um, businesses have websites that are set up uh, that are based on very credible scientific lab research. And in at least one of those, there is a researcher who is on the, um, you know, cutting edge of, of these ketogenic, uh, exogenous uh, ketogenics, exogenous ketogenics, sorry. And he uh, has somebody in his lab who is a type 1 diabetic who is on this particular supplement and follows a ketogenic um, nutrition plan. And they have very amazing results. So I think it behooves anybody who has that type 1 diabetic diabetes and might be fearful um, just to do their own due diligence around um, that because of course you're going to know what best is going to work for your body uh, but uh, there is very I don't know if there's any evidence that um, be, uh, that taking an exogenous ketone induces type 1 diabetic response so 
that's currently where the research is on that. Uh, and I think uh, the other problem with ketogenics, the other big problem, so it's not just this whole diabetic argument, but it's like, holy, that's a really difficult nutrition plan to follow. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like very, it's very um, different than what most people are eating in a day, you know. So maybe we could talk a little bit about that, Howard. Yeah. When you, so you've been just recently kind of exploring that. What did you find was different, or uh, or that you would have thought that you would need to change in order to follow a, a more strict ketogenic kind of plan? Um, well, there are a number of good sites that actually um, give great information and and uh, can define, you know, what are good, if you like, ketogenic foods. Um, and, you know, it was interesting to look at those. Some of my favorite foods are in there, like, for example, avocado, uh, which is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basically a healthy fat food. Um uh, egg yolk, for example, I just that's a particular one. I think um, avocados and egg yolks I saw were described as almost like the perfect ketogenic food in the, the yes, nutritional and balance. Yes, the nutritional balance reflected that. And um, you know what's interesting is again because we've been so brainwashed about not having any fat. Um, you know, you go to a restaurant and they say, "Oh, you can have your, uh, you know, your eggs." Uh, omelets, egg white. You know, we won't use the yolk. We won't use the yolk. Um, and and frankly, that may not be the greatest thing for you at all. And yeah, certainly, if you're absolutely. on a ketogenic diet, it would be the worst thing you could do. So, um, yeah. So it was interesting exploring those healthy fats, um, those healthy fats, and um, a lot of foods that I like. And I thought. I could do this diet. Um, I'd have to get off, you know, the carbs and the sugar, which would be a challenge. But certainly, the foods that I could eat would be palatable to me. I felt. Yeah, yeah. And we and we were laughing about this, but because I was a personal trainer for several years, the amount of egg yolks that went down the <laughs> went down the actual drain uh, was like now I think about it and go, holy, like just very. Um, like just poor education. And I can remember my mom and dad who are farmers, of course, going, or my, uh, going, I can't believe you would throw that down the drain because they just saw that the whole food was, was good. So there, there's, there are these wonderful um, whole fat foods and lots of them occur in um, oils and there are many good sites and there's also some that are not so good. So again, it behooves you to do your uh, research. If you, if you go online and you Google in Google images and, and you go uh, ketogenic, um, oh, what is it, like a ketogenic meal plan or ketogenic health pyramid, food pyramid, you'll get probably about 60 different food pyramids, and the first three or four of them are absolutely wrong. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, uh, so they have the pyramid wrong. So it's just like making sure that whatever, that you do your little bit of research and find the food pyramid that is actually that that, uh, the split of the, you know, the 80 Mm -hmm. 80, 12, whatever it is, eight or lower, and that they have the food in the right order. So fats are the first primary food, so they should be on the bottom of that pyramid because they're the thing that you consume the most, not vegetables, um, which is often shown up on these ketogenic pyramids. Uh, So it's just interesting, uh, yeah, to make sure that the right information is getting up on your, if you're somebody that prints those things out and puts them on your fridge with a fridge magnet, making sure that you have the right one up there. so that six months down the road, you don't go, oh, I can't believe that. I just found out I'm not supposed to be eating this, whatever it is. 
fill in the right. blank here, particular right. thing. <laughs> yes. Right. And and you talk about the food pyramid, and that's that's interesting because in some ways the ketogenic diet turns what people think of as the food pyramid really on its head, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Where yeah. instead of having a lot of carbs, uh, complex carbs or healthy carbs, you're really not having that at all. You're having uh, f- mostly fat. And again, because it's minimal protein, when people think of fat, they may think of a lot of meats and steaks and you know animal products. That's not quite the case because those foods have a lot of protein in it, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they do. They do. I think that the like grass-fed beef is considered, you know, a high, like a good choice on ketogenic salmon because it's the fatty food. Uh, dark meat on poultry is considered good, but so are oysters. You know, considered a good a good food source and sardines and things like that. Uh, part of I think what you ingest on a ketogenic. Uh, nutrition plan if you're trying to be really nutritionally sound is making sure that whatever you have comes from a good food source also because you can you can get into a little bit of trouble sometimes on ketogenics if you're buying canned meats and things like that canned canned tuna canned salmon uh, because canned tuna has high mercury content so when you're if you're using ketogenics as um, like a neuroprotectant that can actually work against you uh, having those those types of foods in your nutrition plan. So when you're when you're looking at ketogenics as a neuroprotectant, you may want to be a little more considerate about those the factors of the purity of your food. And when you're looking at it from a fat loss perspective, you you maybe can be a little more lax on that. <laughs> it just depends on how strict or regimented you want to be. Yeah, and I think but it makes again, it, sorry, go ahead. And I again I think we're approaching this not as primarily not as a diet to lose weight, although you obviously can do that, but we're looking Mm -hmm. at it as a great source of energy, a great source of energy for your brain with some serious neuroprotective um, qualities and properties. And, you know, that, I think for us, is what makes it so interesting. And, um, yeah, weight loss is great. but, you know, for us, I think it's the quality of energy you get and what that can do mm-hmm. Energy and also that, yeah, the heading off dementias at the pass, you know, when you think about mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. Because there's also been evidence that it can, is a neuroprotectant against like the Alzheimer's, uh, Parkinson's, any of the, any of those kind of diseases of the brain that this kind of ketogenic nutrition plan uh, staves those things off and when you, th- I don't even know what would the number of people be that are entering kind of dementia state. Do you have any idea of that, Howard, in the states oh, or in North America? Oh, it's it's millions of people. <laughs> it's 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 in yeah. the millions, um, and worldwide, it's you know an astronomical number. People simply because people are living longer. Uh, you know, when you get to, if you get to the age of sixty-five, uh, your you know life expectancy is is considerable. It's you know twenty, twenty-five, thirty years, and it's going to get it's going to get longer. And so, because people are living longer, the diseases that you get as a result of living longer, and those specifically those neurological diseases, are the ones that are growing, whereas. A lot of the other killer diseases, cardiovascular disease and cancer, their their mortality rates are dropping. Uh, 
Um, but the prevalence of, of, of dementias is increasing. So anything that can be done to delay dementia, uh, minimize it, is going to be huge. And I do think uh, that ketogenics is a definite possibility as we learn more about it. You know, there is some research in its neuroprotective properties. There's no question about that. And as that gathers pace, people are going to be more serious about looking at this. I mean, we already know, for example, that the better nutrition plans, like the Mediterranean diet, which is tends to be high in the leafy green vegetables, which are the carbohydrates that are actually pretty low in calories, um, and... Um, you know, low sugar tend to be kind of, um, tend to be protective against um, cognitive decline. So, so this could be a really significant development in the not too distant future in relation to yeah. dementias. Yes, and part of that whole the Mediterranean diet too is the oils that they use, mm-hmm. uh, which are again the healthy the healthy fats. So we see the introduction of healthy fats, not traditionally as we might see it with a, you know, a hunk of meat laying on our plate, <laughs> but, right. but more in the, you know, how, how are we using uh, oil in our, in our cooking and in, the, in our food preparation? And that is definitely part of the ketogenic meal plan. I just recently was watching this great YouTube video and it's this young couple and they've been following the ketogenic thing for probably about, I think, eight years. And they're, they're very earthy folk. And, and while that's not me and I'm probably not ever going to be at that level, at the level they are, they have like 22 different kind of oils. Oh, <laughs> like wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And they've turned this whole thing into an absolute art form. And for mm. me, <laughs> I'm like, mm. well, if I can get macadamia nuts and that <laughs> kind of thing in my cupboard <laughs> yep. and yep. Uh, get my partner who's awesome to make me his homemade Caesar salad dressing, which is absolutely like spot on. What is a ketogenic meal plan and then have some great salads that way. Uh, I feel very, very uh, satisfied with that for people who uh, love and are food and they're foodies and they are thinking like, how can I possibly make this be an amazing sort of, you know, palatable experience. There's uh, so many resources now online that show you exactly how to prepare wonderful meals that require 22 ingredients. It's just that not all of us want to do that much work. <laughs> right. And while we're talking about the Mediterranean diet, there's something I want to raise with you, which is alcohol. And I certainly saw correct me if I'm wrong, on some of these sites that, that for example, red wine in moderation is is acceptable. Is that right? Yes, let's hear it for red wine. Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, in moderation, of- and it depends on the red wine, yes. Right, yeah, right. Not sweet red wine, but uh, more right. like the Merlots or the red blends and Malbecs. Don't ask me how I know all that. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. Uh, uh, but really, uh, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> and again, that's yeah, but those are the things we can drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and you know, a lot of people think, well, alcohol is all sugar, so that's all carbohydrate. That's not. That's way too simplistic. There are wines that do have a lot of sweetness and sugar, but but some really don't have very much at all, and um, are acceptable on the ketogenic diet. Um, as are salads. 
correct? Um, salads? Mm -hmm. are, yes. Are good because th those carbs are very, very low calorie carbs, so they fall in the few percent of calories that you can get from carbs. Okay, so when we come back, let's talk a bit more in detail about the different types of food and perhaps your practical experience with it because we always like to give people practical tips uh, when we come back on the other side of Master Your Life. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit ReallifeTraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah. That's L-E-A-H-A at changeyourlife.expert. Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life. I'm co-host Dr. Howard Rankin, along with my host, Leah Mattinson. And today, we are talking about ketogenics and ketogenic diets, uh, which Leah has a lot of experience with. And, uh, you know, has, she's turned me on to them, and I certainly see they have enormous value. We're talking about them specifically in relation to their neuroprotective uh, qualities and properties because they do seem to be a great source of energy for the brain and potentially are neuroprotective, possibly against diseases and even things like dementia. And we've been talking about the sort of philosophy behind ketogenics and what's actually involved. In this section, we'd like to get a little more practical. So, Leah, um, if you have somebody who's listening to this right now and thinks, yeah, I might like to try that, 
what sort of tips would you give them about starting out? Well, I uh, think that uh, when I started out, I really thought it was a do or die thing. So it was fairly easy for me to flip that switch because I thought I really need to protect my brain. So if you're in that state in your in your mind and it's feeling a little more like um, an urgent sort of event versus that, well, I might be interested. You may have an easier time adapting to the nutrition plan if you're feeling a sense of urgency. Um, and what might create that is just thinking about like, how would your life be different if you had mental clarity or if you could avoid dementia by 5, 10, 15 years, if you just made a few simple switches. So I think that the first part is getting your mind into the state of um, that not only is this a curious, interesting thing, but holy cow, this could really change um, how my life goes, how much time I spend in the emergency room when I get older at my doctor's office, how much time I spend planning for um, staying in long-term care, how much time my kids are going to need to take care of me, how much time I'll be able to remain at work for, um, how long I'll be able to avoid any kind of psychiatric features or cognitive decline with problem solving and decision making because those are very real things and you know we've talked lots on this show Howard about you know how the cognitive dissonance gets in there and we and we fool ourselves into thinking that we're going to be okay forever and uh, the the truth is that you know we don't really know how long we're going to be okay for Uh, but it's just a kind of fun thing to think about what my life look like if I had more mental acuity or if I could avoid all of this pain down the road because ultimately I think people want to be disease free and they want to be happy. And having a healthy brain is the, is the first way to that. Uh, so the starting point for a ketogenic nutrition plan is having the right mindset and then doing some things to assess kind of your own eating style. So what are your habits already? Like, uh, so Howard, what would, what would a typical day have been for you prior to reading this ketogenic information? Um. Well, I would probably have minimal fat, but I would have, from a ketogenic perspective, way too many carbs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, for me, it would be a drastic change of really cutting back those carbs to the things like we talked about, the salads, uh, which I'm certainly okay with, um, but some of the things like bread, for example, would, would really have to go, um, mm-hmm. sugar would have to go, and... Um, so that would be, I think, a, a, a big change for me. Easing into the fats, I mean, uh, and those healthy fats probably would be less problematic. You know, I love avocados. I like eggs. I like macadamia nuts. Uh, you know, so uh, yeah, I'm sure I could find those fat sources that were palatable. Uh, but for me, and I think this would be the challenge for most people, is whittle, cutting down those carbs because I think they represent the majority of the calories that most people eat. Yeah, and I think you nailed it. For most people, it's going to be they get up in the morning and they, uh, you know, open a box of cereal or grab a piece of toast with egg and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, then they go through the drive through and grab a coffee and maybe a, uh, a donut or a breakfast sandwich of some kind to get them to the office and then they have that or to get to their workplace and then for lunch they have um, like a salad with or a steak sandwich with a side of macaroni and cheese or rice and uh, garlic bread and then they (laughs) and then they or they order a taco salad because they think that's going to be great or or some kind of salad and it comes in a 
deep fried bowl of um, taco right. yummy goodness and then yeah. they get home for supper and they're you know if they made it through the afternoon without grabbing a uh, you know a sugary treat of some kind at the coffee shop because they're boost you know propping themselves up again um, because their energy will have hit will they will have bottomed out by this time probably two right. or three times during the day and so right. propping themselves up to get through the rest of the day somehow to get home to supper to throw together a meal for themselves and their kids, which is often, again, some form of uh, protein, uh, a noodle casserole, and then, right. you know, sh- could be pop, could be juice, could be uh, sugar, sweetened coffee, and all of those. So, uh, or condiments of any kind, like your meal can look pretty innocent. Uh, you can make a yeah. nice, a nice uh, chicken thigh that has been grilled to perfection and a beautiful salad and then you throw in candied pecans and a sugary like raspberry vinaigrette that's that's loaded with sugar and so so really you have sugared yourself along all day long and so to to do the kitchen audit is to go through and go really where are all these sugars at and it's gonna you don't need to if you're fairly disciplined around food and you have other people living in your house you're gonna need to make decisions about whether or not they're gonna be following this ketogenic plan with you and if you can get the whole family on board or if it's just going to be you for the first little while. Um, I would suggest that probably the change starts with you and let them be inspired <laughs> to, right. to make a change. Uh, right. Yeah, because it's difficult to get everybody to change. Right. And the interesting thing about your um, probably accurate scenario there about people having a ton of carbs through the day of different types is <laughs> they'll also be feeling good that they're not having fat. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, yeah. Even as they're giving themselves, you know, diabetes or um, metabolic syndrome or what have you, you know, part of that has been fueled by, well, don't have fat, so I haven't had fat, so I've had all those carbs. So, yeah, it may not have been the best choice, but it could have been a lot worse. I could have had fat, and because what we're we're doing is kind of turning that a bit on its head. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that it's like being disciplined enough to, first of all, educate yourself about, well, what actually has sugar in it. So anything that's a cereal or anything that's white, so any kind of carbohydrate, which is potatoes, rice, white bread, any kind of bread, actually, not just white is not the only bread, but any any bread source at all. So basically that prohibits you from driving through any drive-through and ordering a burger or any of those types of things because they all come on buns like our entire society is set up (laughs) to have um, carbohydrates at every stop essentially Uh, so so it is like avoiding a lot of the pitfalls is one so doing that kitchen audit and if you live by yourself get rid of everything like get get rid of it and uh, either donate it, um, you know, because you don't like people that much and you want to see them have brain fog. Just kidding. <laughs> or <laughs> give it to your kids. Just kidding. <laughs> your star- starving kids wreck their brains. Keep yours pristine at all costs. And, or you could <laughs> you could just get rid of all of the stuff that would be a temp. Because for the first couple of days, um, you're going to want to have those carbs because they're what you're used to and your body is used to being propped up with all these sugars. So as you go through the first 48 hours, you can do it a couple of different ways. You can... You can do just what they do with the kids who have epilepsy, which is you can do uh, fasting. And so you can have chicken broths and that kind of thing just to get your body into that ketogenic state. Or you can have, uh, you know, the the quick and dirty stuff that's really easy is like ham and 
eggs, bacon and eggs, uh, make deviled eggs. You can have you can have lots of eggs. Eggs aren't going to hurt you, and they are nature's perfect food. Uh, have on hand avocados. So making that sort of like a grilled chicken thighs and make them up in advance. So I do at least three to four days of cooking in advance because we're busy. And Mm -hmm. I just get it all in the fridge and then I don't need to uh, worry about it other than fresh cooking stuff. So I'll do up deviled eggs with homemade mayonnaise. Uh, You know, I know they're like a 70s party thing, but they're (laughs) really a perfect kind of (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. perfect. you can dress them up however you want and you can take those with you uh, on the road if you're traveling uh, places where people get tripped up is things like peanut butter they'll think oh I can eat peanut butter not all peanut butter is created equally a lot of it has a lot of sugar in it so mm-hmm. uh, like really getting into educating yourself about what uh, has those hidden sugars in it salad dressings are mm-hmm. a bad idea balsamic vinaigrette and uh, uh, oil are great, and they're safe. Uh, homemade Caesar salad dressing is great because it shouldn't have any added sugar in it. Um, so those types of, of dressings, just to flavor things up, and and greens. So you can do greens by salad. You can do greens by stir fry, but stay away from sweet vegetables, which would be like peas and corn and carrots, tomatoes, just for the first, you know, ten days. Get just set yourself up for a ten day. Uh, clean your system and get some ketones in your system plan. And so that would be how I would start. Okay. I would be giving, that, my, giving myself 10 days. And that sounds great. Um, now, there's also you can get some over-the-counter stuff to help you get started too. Is that right? So um, what's that? Yeah, that's and so that's very exciting because it's – really hard to be that disciplined <laughs> so I, and again going back I, d- I did for five years I didn't have a cheat day uh, on wow. the ketogenic nutrition plan and because I was the doer or die I, I thought I need to protect my brain seriously um, then the people started not liking to hang around me because I was so disciplined I was annoying and that included my mom <laughs> it was, it's like she she'd be making cinnamon buns and I'd be like, like I'm not eating that mom and it's very hurtful uh, you know, so, yep. so the break breaking bread is important um, uh, and in order to be healthy and again where that's what the show is about being well and you know being balanced in things uh, like that whole social connection that happens through food is important as well and so I was so excited uh, about a year ago I uh, had a friend that was selling these exogenous ketones and I said well what the heck is that <laughs> so they're making they manufacture ketones that you can take literally like they're a pouch of ketones and you you put it in water you mix them up and you drink it like a protein drink but it's not a protein drink it, it's not that is actually puts ketones into your bloodstream and again you can check that they're there between 20 minutes and an hour after you ingest this so there's no waiting for 48 hours um, or any of that it's like it puts ketones into your system between 20 minutes and an hour and so there's three manufacturers of yeah it's life changing because you can go eat your mom's cinnamon bun and hug your mom with you know just like uh, and and then go home and have a package of ketones and put the ketones back into your uh, bloodstream interesting so you're so still getting yeah. that will still work even if you're eating even if you're eating carbs that will still put those ketones in your bloodstream yes it does okay and so where people get confused though is that they will think if they're using it for weight loss they will wonder mm-hmm. why they're not losing weight 
Uh, you won't lose weight if you're if you're ingesting carbohydrates uh, at the normal volume that you used to, even if you take ketones, you won't lose the weight you think you're going to lose. So I just want people to be, you know, like thinking about that as a neuroprotectant. Absolutely. You can take these um, exogenous ketones and have ketones in your bloodstream affecting you positively neurologically every single day. Excellent. So for people who are not sure that they can make this big nutritional switch, they can still get the value. Yes. And so there's three companies or three products, and I will mention who they are because, again, not all products are created equally. Uh, and one is uh, Keygenics. Another is Pruvit, which is P-R-U-V-I-T. And another is Forever Green. And so those three products all have their... Um, pros and cons. I think the strongest one is from Kegenics at this point. Uh, so the one that provides the most ketones into the bloodstream. Uh, so again, you can check those three businesses out and order and make sure you go to your pharmacy and get keto sticks so that you know what's working and not working in your body. But the really exciting thing is that you can take these things now and not have to be so disciplined and separate yourself from other people. <laughs> Right, right. No, no, no. That's that's great for people who uh, are not sure about it uh, for whatever reason, aren't ready to make a big nutrition switch. Um, they mm-hmm. they can at least get a, a sense of what is what it's like, um, and to have these ketones in their system um, and try that out. So I, you know, I think that's great. I think that's awesome. Yeah, and the cool little term for it is called keto adaptation. So whether you do it nutritionally or you do it through the supplementation route or a combination of things your keto adaptation is the process that your body is going to go through to adapt to using ketones for fuel instead of fat or glucose or sorry ketones instead of glucose for fuel right right um and again that's the emphasis we like to put on it yes you you might lose weight but for us we see the value in its fuel for the brain and some of its neuroprotective um, properties. So, uh, you know, I think that's awesome. Any last word, um, Leah, on where people might go or what they might do to research more? Yeah, I think just those three uh, sites again, which is key. Genics, Prove It, and Forever Green, they're really on the cutting edge of research, and you can find all kinds of links to more research, more information, YouTube videos, and and people who are at the really at the leading edge of the research in terms of exogenous ketones. And uh, a lot of them follow uh, the traditional ketogenic nutrition plans as well. Uh, So just would love for people to check that out, because I think the sharper that we are and the more mental clarity that we have and the healthier we are, that the happier here we are and the happier we are for ourselves and our kids and the you know universe as a whole so i'm a i'm a fan of that <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely and i do think it's a promising line of research i think we're going to hear a lot more about it especially again with this neuroprotective possibly protection against dementia and cognitive decline and so you know i'm i'm very grateful that you brought this up to my attention and we can bring it to our listeners so thanks again for your expertise and experience today Lee and sharing about ketones and ketogenic diets. And so till next time on Master Your Life, this is Dr. Howard Rankin with Leah Mattinson wishing you well till the next time. 
Thank you for being a part of our show today. Master Your Life with Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin can be heard every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, go enjoy your successful life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.